Okay, I want to I want to shift gears and talk a little bit about this too um, before we wrap up. Mm. Um, here in the U.S., we have had like a resurgence of kind of race-based issues, you know, mm. where it seemed like through many years, decades, you know, the '80s and the '90s and you know early 2000s, um, that wasn't so much. Uh, it wasn't even a conversation. It seemed mm. like. Racism was was something that we had in the past as a country, mm. but it sort of seemed like we moved on. Mm. <laughs> seemed like it, mm. but then in the past, you know, few years, we've just had kind of like this resurgence, and now uh, mm. there's all kinds. Well, there's there's tension, racial tension. You know, you watch the news. You know that we've mm. had a lot of uh, young uh, black men that have been, um, you know killed by police officers and things like this. This has created a big situation around the country. Mm. And, um, but I wanna ask you from the standpoint of, you know, it's easy as a white person, mm. and a number of uh, friends, we've, we've talked about this, you know, it's easy for us to sort of look on from the outside and say, well, I don't think that's really happening. You know, we, everything's good. We love everybody. We don't, we're not racist, uh, but that people, actually do feel discriminated against. Mm -hmm. They do feel like there, there still is that tension. Now, yeah. I, Britain's different, and I remember living in Britain, and it was a different situation than it was here. Mm -hmm. You know, in Britain, you, the, in many mixed marriages, mm -hmm. and it never, it just wasn't an issue, at least it never seemed to be to me. Mm -hmm. Here still, that's kind of an issue mm -hmm. with people. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is twofold. Um, it, is that an issue in the UK these days? Mm -hmm. And secondly, mm -hmm. have you yourself as a Christian mm -hmm. and as a black Christian, has, what, what, is, what is your feeling about this? Okay. Um, so I think first and foremost, um, it's definitely an issue in the UK. Is it? Um, yeah, and um, whether it's an underlying one or one that comes to the surface, mm -hmm. um, there's, the reality is that people are sinful. Yeah. We're, we're all sinners. And in view of that, we will look for things to validate ourselves or to cause ourselves to feel justified or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so for some people, they find that in their identity. Mm -hmm. their, their ethnicity, for some it's their nationality, and so on and so forth. So um, racism in a systemic sense definitely exists. Um, there's an inequality often in the way that people are treated. Mm -hmm. So the way that the police might treat uh, a black young man can look very different to how they might treat uh, a peer of his who's English. Mm -hmm. um, white English in, in a different part of the city. Mm -hmm. um, there's an inconsistency there. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely an issue. Um, it's one that looks different than the way it does in the States, yeah. um, but it's, it's still one that we have to mm -hmm. um, live with. And um, I think that, you know, as far as me as a black Christian, mm -hmm. um, how do I interact and engage with mm -hmm. and you know, these issues. I think first of all, um, it, you know, people talk about being um, subject to um, prejudice, mm -hmm. um, racial prejudice as, as something that 
is has a certain level of uniqueness mm -hmm. that may be only likened unto a female being, um, you know, um, kind of ostracized or being somebody being prejudiced against a woman because she's a woman. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something that is uh, a characteristic that cannot be changed. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and so being black, you're black. It's, it's not like you can just wake up one day and decide not to be. Yeah. And so it's something you live with. Um, and there's, there's, a, there's a sense in which, okay, as a black Christian, how am I, in the first instance, going to respond to that? Mm -hmm. Am I going to submit that issue to the Lordship of Christ? Mm -hmm. Because fundamentally, how I live my life is entirely a matter of Lordship. Mm -hmm. Am I going to assume lordship or am I going to submit to the lordship of Christ? Mm -hmm. um, and that's not, that's not to say anybody who responds wrongly, well, you know, it's, they're in the wrong because they're not submitting to lordship. Mm -hmm. There is a sense of that, but that doesn't take away the fact that they're responding to something. Mm -hmm. And there is an issue that mm -hmm. they're feeling aggrieved by. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, from my point of view, um, there are going to be a hundred thousand issues in life, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I'm married. I know what that feels like. <laughs> you know what that feels like. Yeah, right. And the lordship issues you have just in marriage. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Sure. Yeah. And so, um, but you know, the, the the issue of race is complex. It's layered. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I would suggest that there is a great need for even just these types of conversations. Yeah that begin to put the issue on the yeah, table yeah. and begin to look at yeah. um, just the realities of it. Yeah, yeah. In the church, though, this is what I want to get to, because in the church, now, you you grew up uh, in, a, in a predominantly black yeah, church yeah. Black in, in London. Church, yeah. um, so I guess the question is, and, I, and I'm basing this on something you told me a while back, you went to seminary uh, over the past few years, yeah. And a couple of you black guys walked into <laughs> an English, very white seminary, yeah. and everybody was sort of like, wow, what, what, what do we do with this? So, because yeah, yeah. I guess my question is this Are, you know, I mean, we love each other. We've, we've yeah, known each other for years, you know. And, yeah. I mean, you know, you're like one of my children. <laughs> so, you know, I've never thought in terms of what color you are. It's yeah. never crossed my mind. Yeah. But I, 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 you know, I'm on Twitter. I'm on, I'm on Instagram. I, I, I watch all of this stuff and I see this. So I guess my question is, to you, do mm. white people, do white evangelicals need to do better at embracing their... Uh, whether they're black or brown or whatever, do we need to do better at that? Yeah. Yeah, I think, we do. I think, I think yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Good, I'm I, asking you know, that question. I, I, I want the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I think so. You ask the direct question and I'll give you a direct <laughs> yes, answer. I'm, that's what I wanted. I, and, and, but at the same time, I wouldn't say it's because there's a, a, a malicious yeah. sense of, you know, ignorance or an unwillingness yeah. or... I, I just think that I've I done a talk recently on cultural reconciliation and I talked about the fact that um, culture clashes can come as a result of a few things and um, two of them are ignorance mm -hmm. um, and you say well ignorance you, you mentioned one thing two of them are ignorance there is an unwilling unwitting sense of ignorance where I'm just unaware mm -hmm. yeah. um, and that can be 
worked with, mm -hmm. then there can be a sense of ignorance because I'm superior mm -hmm. and you're not as important yeah. and you're not as valuable yeah. and I've got no respect for you or your culture. Yeah, yeah. You need to be like me. Yeah. And so that's all that really matters. <laughs> and unless we're talking in those terms, yeah. then we're not talking. Yeah. And so there can be that sense of ignorance of I'm going to ignore the issue and I'm going to ignore you. And I think that there is uh, even uh, an underlying sense of that because I know in, in the UK, there's, there's an extent to which um, the culture has been infused with that type of um, worldview and outlook. Mm -hmm. You know, in the talk, one of the things we reference is um, Rudyard Kipling's poem, The White Man's Burden. And in it, there's this kind of sense of we need to go and civilize the natives. Mm -hmm. And he's talking about places where you've got the wonders of the world, mm -hmm. pyramids that people still don't understand how they built them. And you, you get what I'm saying? So it's, <laughs> we're not talking about like illiterate um, cavemen, yeah, you know, right. but there's still this sense of, well, we have it all and you, they need what we have. Right. right you yeah, know, yeah. and, you know, even with the, the, the missionary endeavor, you know, unfortunately, in, in the history of the church, the more recent history of the church, there has been those occasions where, the, you know, the Bible was held in one hand yeah. and the, 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 the culture was held in the other. Yeah. And they were presented hand in hand as being yeah. that which is yeah, representative yeah. of the gospel. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and so with that now, we're finding in the UK that there are many within the black community who, you know, there, there's, you know, there's mutual friends that we know and have done ministry with together mm -hmm. who have defected from the faith mm -hmm. and and been given to more um sort of like a, an afrocentric egyptology type thing mm. and part of that is because in their identity their personal identity they don't see um they don't relate to christianity in a way that reflects them mm -hmm. right. in its story yeah at least in terms of the way that it's presented and the narrative that's yeah. generally kind of issued. And so it's caused them to have a sense that they don't belong. Yeah. Now, in some ways, you know, I, I, I had opportunity to spend some time with Conrad Mbiwe from um, Africa. I can't remember which nation he's from. I think it might be um, Zambia. And, you know, he said in Africa, those things are not an issue because it's a black majority context mm -hmm. and the narrative that they've experienced doesn't, um, it's just normal to the narrative that there's a sense of identity that relates to the, the progress of Christianity and, mm -hmm. the, and the journey of Christianity, mm -hmm. the Ethiopian eunuch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, from yeah. the earliest times. Right. So they don't associate Christianity with slavery. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but for many in the British experience, black British experience, they definitely yeah. kind of have that sense of, yeah. well, Christianity was used, the Bible was used as a tool to subjugate my people mm -hmm. and slaves obey your masters. Yeah. That's what they heard. Yeah. And so therefore, actually, um, I can't get down with that kind of Christianity mm -hmm. without having a knowledge that the black experience as it relates to Christianity predates that mm -hmm. by millennia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure, yeah. So in that sense, there's there's a I'm I'm grateful that I have that understanding and that mm -hmm. insight. Um, but I think that it's more than just having an understanding, it's first of all having a heart yeah. that is predisposed to being understanding. Yeah.
So whether it's racism, murder, rape, adultery, like we are called as a people to be those who forgive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And mm-hmm. I'm now not going to pick and choose what sins or offenses that come my way that I'm going to have a forgiving attitude towards. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm a wretch. I'm, I am someone who does not deserve anything of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as I point the finger at a racist, I've got three pointing back at myself. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, look, they are a sinner. I'm, not gonna, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. They are a sinner just like me. Mm-hmm. And now that predisposes me to be more understanding. Yeah. And, and to, there was, I'll tell you a story, and this, this kind of puts my view in context. When I was at school, high school, there was a guy that didn't like me. He was a white guy. And um, he used to curse me out daily. Mm. Um, and this one day, I just thought to myself, I don't get this. I'm, I'm going to find out what this guy's problem is. And so I, I ran, he was playing football, and I ran around the playground after him. And I wasn't trying to grab him to fight him or beat him or anything like that. I was just running around like, what's your problem? What's your problem? What have I done to you? Because he would call me all the names under the sun and there's no black in the union, Jack. Go back to where you came from and (laughs) da da da. And the funny thing is, I wasn't even offended. Yeah. You know, I just kind of took it as almost comical. Like, is this guy serious? Yeah. Like, I'm probably more British than he is. Yeah. He looked like he had a little Mediterranean vibe to him. (laughs) So I was just like, all right, let me find out what's going on here. So I stopped him and I said, look, I don't want no beef with you. I just want to know, what's your problem? What have I done to you? Mm-hmm. Oh, you haven't done anything to me, but it's your sort. I said, what do you mean my sort? Who am I? Do you know me? Mm-hmm. Well, and long story short, his sister was raped by a black guy. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, you know what? I'm disgusted by what happened to your sister. It was wrong, but it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that to your sister. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, we became friends after that. Mm-hmm. But what could have occurred is I chased him down in order to fight him. Yeah. And we had, you know, just issues throughout the rest of our school career yeah. and never came to a place of understanding. Yeah. But by God's grace, because he was at work in my heart mm. and enabled me to see beyond the offense, yeah. to see that there's a person who is being offensive, mm-hmm. who's just like me, yeah. who's a sinner just like I am. It, it created an, an, an yeah. opportunity for us to talk yeah. and come to a place of yeah. understanding and, and, and friendship yeah. and harmony, yeah. you know? And yeah. so um, there is a necessity for these kind of conversations to happen yeah. and a greater sense of awareness mm-hmm. because we all have blind spots. Yeah. Every culture, every people, every individual yeah. has blind spots. Yeah. And we need somebody to tell us that our brake light's not working. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, that's great. Thank you so much. One last thing in one minute because we need to finish this mm. conversation. <laughs> um, what are you encouraged about right now? Uh, what the Lord's doing in London and just yeah. in, in an urban context? Um, I think the most encouraging thing for me is, you know, I've been a Christian 35 years, almost. And the gospel of Jesus Christ is still the power of God unto salvation. And over the years, with all of the different things that seek to assault, whether it's humanism and secularism, secularism, whether it's, you know, Afrocentrism, whatever it is, there's never been a point where I'm just like, oh, no, maybe this is it. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm, ha- I'm being like feeling forced to mm-hmm. abandon my convictions and what I know to be true. Mm-hmm. 
the Bible is God's word. Mm. And I've not encountered anything that comes close to rivaling, to challenging the word of God and, and the, the revelation of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah. God is real. Jesus is Lord. And that is ultimately true. That excites me all the time. <laughs> I know it does. <laughs> I know you're excited by I'm that. telling you. And, I, and I'm not even just trying to front and like, you know, cameras. Yeah. No, 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 no. That, that for me is the supremely encouraging thing. And every other mm. form of encouragement stems from that yeah. because that's what gets me up in the morning. Yeah. That's what motivates me. Yeah. That's what causes me to want to love people and serve people and, yeah. and you know what I mean? Yeah. Declare his good, his good, good news. Awesome. Yeah. Love you. You too. You too. <laughs> Love that. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. I know this is a bit of a longer conversation than normal, but hopefully it's been helpful to you. And, uh, you know, we, you can find us uh, all kinds of uh, social media online and so forth. So spread the word and look forward to being with you on the next episode of Things That Matter. God bless.